And we're back. We're back with Pixels and Pints. Um, my name's Tom. I'm here with Pete. Howdy. And Dan. Hi. Uh, it is a very chilly Wednesday evening. Um, that Antarctic breeze has been blowing up my nethers all day on Cellar Shift. <laughs> uh, but that's what happens when you wear short shorts on a winter's day. It, it, it's always good when you're doing a, a Cellar Shift or something like that and it's warmer in the cool room than it is yeah. outside. It's just like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. I was so cold. So I was working from home today. Excuse me. I was so cold typing in the, the study where I've got the PC that my fingers literally went numb and I had to stop, go outside, sit in the sun, turn on the aircon in the house just to warm it up enough that I could continue typing. Yeah, Emma's yeah. been having that problem lately, working from home. She's just hands come out, she's icicles. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure smoking probably contributes to bad circulation, which probably. doesn't make it any better. But uh, yes, anyway, we're that little interlude, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things. We've got some beers to try um, from a few different breweries. Um, one I've never heard of, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, this new one that James got us. Um, and yeah, a whole lot of pop culture, games, videos, movies, anything, anything, anything. Anything. Comes Even to mind. board games tonight, actually. Ooh. I want to talk about. There's a little bit there that I want to talk about too with board games. Yeah, cool. Uh, we should mention that we are um, carrying an injury tonight. So. <laughs> Can you turn me down just a touch? Yeah. My eardrums almost exploded. Thanks. Or two, yes. Yep. So Dan's just whacked himself in the head pretty fucking hard. Mm. We've managed to capture his good side to uh, hopefully avoid the... Yeah, well, I couldn't leave the beanie on, so... The humongous lump on the front of his head, so... Yep. He's the unicorn. We'll be carrying Dan tonight. An offset one. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, special. What would we like to talk about first, Peter? You can go. Well, I can tell you one thing that's going to change very soon for the podcast, just a little bit of news, is... You can grab that. No, no. Go back. Um... We've been we've been struggling. I was just talking to Tom before Dan arrived. Uh, we've been struggling for the last I don't know fifteen episodes while we've been recording or video recording the podcast for YouTube. In that the camera that we're using only lasts thirty minutes before I have to stop the show, take a break, and hit the reset button because it's not a dedicated video camera. It's got a thirty minute limit. I think I have talked about it a little bit before, but. On that, the video, not just reset on like the podcast. Like no, that pod- was shit. Take <laughs> start again. <laughs> no, the podcast will keep suck. recording for four and a half hours reset without your taking a break. Life and get it in sorted. <laughs> so uh, yes, we're in about mm, four weeks. So probably three episodes we'll have a new camera that records indefinitely. So excitement. No one gives a shit, and that's fine. And I don't expect you to. But at the same time, I've noticed that it's changed the culture of the podcast a little bit because. When we get to about the twenty fifth minute, we uh, all start talking really quickly, and I have to keep reminding you guys, "Fuck, it's twenty nine minutes. We need to stop soon." But you, you start. But I get anxious. You, oh, I know you do because you start to you start to shut down from the conversation and sit yeah. there and watch the clock. Yeah, it's yeah. so fucking distracting. So yeah, that'll all be just bear with us for a couple more episodes. Imagine and the freedom. The new uh, Canon C seventy should be coming along, and. Um, We'll be able to record for three hours straight. Not that we plan to, but... Also, if anyone from Canon is listening... <laughs> we'd happily have you sponsor <laughs> <laughs> A brand new car. <laughs> Please. This label feels really nice. It's a good... Yeah. Dan, the concussed Dan is... It's like... It's like <laughs> he, need, he needs sensory input right so now. Sensory what, input, what, yeah, what's, yeah. what's the name of that thing where people fucking... The sensory input, you can see it on YouTube. They get some sort of weird, almost sexual arousal out of... Listening to people make noises. A- ASMR. That's it. Yeah. Dan's just gone into his ASMR den. Yeah, it's it's like one of those uh, it's one of those labels that I would happily drink like on mushrooms or LSD or something, and then just sit here and caress the can and try and see all the little dots on the label. 
Not that Dan or any of us have ever tried I- illicit narcotics. I don't care. <laughs> They're wild growing. I'm not, wild I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm out there selling them. I'm only saying I've had them. I'm not saying. I'm if not someone saying put them into my mouth, I can't <laughs> stop them. They're natural. They grow on fucking cow pats. Um, it's it's a really beautiful. Anyway, you introduce the beer and then I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll I just realized how long my day's the- been because I went to smell the beer and smelt the microphone. So this is going great. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan's the one who got it. It's a good start. It's a good start. There's, I'm, there's I'm- the episode title right there, mate. We started with. The last episode I it was Tom the microphone. Smelt the microphone. <laughs> Tom's tiny little sword. Now it's Tom smelt the microphone. Oh, dear. Um, right. So this is uh, Slow Lane Brewing and they're a newer brewery. They're down in Botany in New South Wales. Um, this is their Botany Vice Mango and Passion Fruit Mixed Fermentation Sour Ale. It's beautiful. Um, it is. So this beer starts out as our traditional no-boil mixed fermentation Berliner Vice style beer with live lactose souring bacteria and Brett yeast. Oh, no boil. Nice. We then ferment it on mango and passion fruit for a further three months. A super refreshing fruit-filled experience with some funk from the Brett yeast. They've used Pilsner and wheat for the malt. The hops are SARS. For the yeast, they used Voskvike. Kvike? Quike? Quike. That was it. Voskvike yeast and Britonomyces. Souring bacteria was lactobacillus and the fruit was mango and passion fruit. And yeah. So I these guys, yeah, they're really cool. You'd love these guys, Pete. It's yeah. fucking, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I've got to say. It's, it's stunning. It, it's, it has a, this time. it has a Berliner Weiss tartness to it. So that's kind of a, it's, it's middle of the road for the style in terms of tartness. But I, I would say it's top end on tartness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, yeah, that goes the whole mouth. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah, like, it's like, yeah. All, all the way. It's I think it's really that's well balanced. It's uh the fruit's very very present. You get I a think, little bit of salt at the end? Yeah, it's got a, got that little bit of character to it. I don't mm. think they would have added salt to it, but that's fucking that's good. No, yeah. it is. It's great. Stella. Anyway, sorry I interrupt your train. Of, I'm probably going to do that a lot. No, it's fine. I'm going to lose my train of thought and interrupt <laughs> your train of thought. That's fine. I'd I'd finish with the camera thing anyway. No, that's a that's a beautiful beer. I'm going to say bang up beer, yeah. My mate Judd is a, has a massive hard on for this brewery, and that's the only reason I spotted it in the bottle shop today. Um, he just wrote a thing for their dark lager, and I'm just like was reading it on the train. I was like, no, I want that now. Mm. I want that right okay. now. No, I definitely get salt at the end of the palate there. Yeah, yeah, it's got that real dry saltiness to it. Yeah, what is excellent? The, what is the style that's supposed to be salty? I can never goes. Goza. Thank you. My brain's still not working. Um, Goza. But what I was saying about the the label, it's just it's got it's got a little it's Feel got a beautiful odd dotted texture it to does. it. It's it's a it's like it's, rough paper. Yeah, it, but intentionally done. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's and it's a really, really simple, laid out, well, clear, well defined, nice feeling. Because. Um, the same kind of paper feel is like uh, Tofu uses them for wildflower. Oh, okay. And we use the similar one for small batch, and yeah. it's it's just it's nice. It's yeah, just nice. it just feels nice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got a matte finish to it, but it has that texture to it as well. So it's yeah. not just a not just a straight up matte matte mm. finish. Yeah, yeah, really. Nice. That is beautiful. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna, definitely going to have. Like I said, my um, we're getting some barrels from them tomorrow. Uh, some barrel racks. Mm. Uh, from them, they they're upgrading their barrel racks to ones that stack multiples. Cool. And we're just getting we're buying some of their old barrel racks off them. So it's uh, I'll, I'll send one of the guys down with some uh, some cashola. It's always good to upgrade your rack. Up. Yeah. Cool. Have we got a pop culture topic to kick us off? 
I one that you might have to come back to uh, later on um, as well is E3s next week. Yeah. Yes. What are you guys hoping to see? Well, there's no PlayStation, no Sony. Oh, at all? Yeah, oh, I've got again. The, I've, I've got the thing. They were yeah. They were missing last year too, from memory. Yeah, because yeah, they'll do they'll do their own thing. The, I think they've pretty much said we're done with E3. State yeah, of State of Players. I'll do a state, called. Of, yeah. state of Play. Yeah. And they have the Consumer Electronics Show, the CES, that they do announcements at as well. Okay. Um, oh well, there goes what was. I oh, know I probably don't want to say that anyway. But anyway, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, Train of thought. I don't really care anymore. No. I mean, E3 was good four, five years ago when, I mean, we sat down, we did podcast episodes around it. We did reaction videos, I think, or in a reaction episode to, no, we did a fucking live watch through. I remember yeah, that. We, I, we, I think that was just you two, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Chris was there Chris as well. There, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but yeah, we stopped and watched each one, Bethesda and then EA and then went back. And, and then gave our thoughts. But then it just got crap. They were releasing like fewer and fewer games. You know, people had, you know, they started focusing on alpha footage because they were five years in development away. Yeah. I mean, it was the last one I got excited about was um, uh, the uh, Garden of Good and Evil 2, I think it was. Beyond Good and Evil. Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Evil. Beyond yeah. Thank you. Uh, Good and Evil. And that was like three E3s ago and I still mm. haven't seen the fucking yeah. game again. It's just disappeared <sighs> it's from gone. existence. Oh, that's, yeah, that's gone back into development. So it's probably more than three ago. ago. Until they released the PSVR 2, um, like the proper mm. 2, not the 1.1, um, there's nothing really exciting me at the moment. Well, there's for those who might be excited, not Pete, obviously, um, the times, Pete. so in uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, When's it start? Friday, June 11th at 4 a.m. is the Summer Games Fest kickoff. That's, that's our time. Yeah, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, Ubisoft is at 5 a.m. on the Sunday. Oh, and then everything's kind of, yeah, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, so Sunday, you got Ubisoft at 5 a.m., Devolver Digital, 6.30, Gearbox at 7. Uh, then Monday, the June 14th at 3 a.m., you have Xbox and Bethesda. Uh, 5.15 a.m., Square Enix. Uh, 7 a.m., Warner Brothers, Back for Blood. Uh <laughs> And then at seven thirty, the PC gaming show. Did they? The water says Warner Brothers back for Warner blood. Brothers back number four blood. Yeah, yeah. Well, back for blood is the spiritual successor for Left for Blood. Uh, Left Left for, for dead. dead. Yeah, right. Well, that's only half an hour, so I imagine it's just. Oh, so it's just, just going to be yeah. that. Okay. I'll, I'll watch the highlight reel on YouTube once it's yeah. all released. Oh, 100%. So it'll be um, Bethesda and maybe Square Enix. We got take you two. You guys love those games. Take two. Way more than I Tuesday. do. Tuesday, Capcom, then Nintendo, and then. Nintendo and Bandai Namco on Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, for me, it'll be Ubisoft to see the next probably just DLC content really yeah. for AC. Yeah, they wouldn't. Um, what else have they got in development at the moment? They've got some stuff. I'm still waiting for some sort of announcement for um, Elder Scrolls Five. Six. Six, sorry. <laughs> was Skyrim Five? Yeah. yeah. It was too. I mean, you um, might get a re-release of Five now that the PS5's out. <laughs> a re-release. A re-release, yeah. A re-release and... Well, I can't talk. I'm currently using my PS5 to play a PS4 remake of a PS3 game. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is Kingdoms of Amalur. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow the rabbit was, down the hall. I was uh, 15 minutes late to work the other day because I was finishing a boss battle. Uh, I'm <laughs> writing another note here. I still haven't really, I'm haven't really turned my PS5 on. It's funny. I said to Tom when he got here, I've really got nothing to talk about, and then I sat down and thought about it, and I've got quite a list. Um, but yeah, I'm still not ready to make comment on AC's uh, Wrath of the Druids DLC. 
Still haven't played much of it. Yep. I think I played one two-hour session and that's it. That's the only time the PS5's been on. But I did achieve a victory. I, Huzzah. I went back and read a book that its existence pisses me off and yet at the same time the book <laughs> itself is great. <laughs> So it's not one of the Assassin's Creed books, is no, it? No, no, oh, okay. no. I have read a couple of those, the the proper novels, but no. It was uh, Horace Rising by Dan Abnett, the first book in the Horace Heresy series from Warhammer 40K. I was about to say that sounded familiar for some reason. Now it makes sense, yeah. So the reason I hate the book, and it was the first in the Horace Heresy series, which, by the way, is 54 books. That's Shit. Keep it's got to be approaching the Star Wars expanded universe, right? Keep keep talking. I am listening. I'm looking up something in reference to this. Yep. So multiple authors, obviously following different um, primarchs and chapters of Space Marines, and you know the the all leading up to obviously Horus. Who, for anyone who doesn't know anything about 40k, it's set in the the game itself was set in the 41st millennium. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of Space Marines which are like gene adapted humans that are seven or eight feet tall and they're super warriors basically cleansing the the universe of the xenos um in the imperium and man and obviously there's lots of different and it's a board game fundamentally yep um and i loved the board game i collected the miniatures i've still got shit tons of those lying around somewhere um including some very expensive ones that i bought from forge world which was kind of a a separate company at the time. They since were purchased by the main company. Yep. Um, who made things like the um, the massive starships that are like 35, 40 centimetres long on your tabletop and the, the titans that sit like 20 to 30 centimetres up. Um, and then the whole game basically got fucked when the Horus Heresy books started coming out because the, the, the premise of the – or the law behind Warhammer 40K in the 41st millennium is – at some point in the past, there was the Emperor of Mankind who was basically a god. He was immortal, uh, save for mortal wounding, same as all of the Space Marines. The Space Marines naturally live forever. The only thing that kills them is, is, uh, a lot you know, of bullets. is war. Mm. Um, and then he had Primarchs who were, I think there was 18 of them, um, who were essentially his kind of sons genetically. Um, and each of those Primarchs were demigods, if you like. Yep. And they led a chapter of Space Marines, or a legion of Space Marines, consisting of 10,000 men each. And at some point in the past, one of the Primarchs, his first Primarch, Horus, betrayed him, mortally wounded him, and as a result he was interred in some sort of life-saving fucking coffin never to be seen again. That's the, the backstory. So the Horus Heresy obviously details the 30th, or 30th millennium where... The Primarchs are alive because all the Primarchs are dead in the 41st when you're playing Warhammer 40k, the board game. Um, The Primarchs are alive 10,000 years earlier. They're Mm. on their expansion phase and the whole 54 books add up to the point where Horus betrays the Emperor and mortally wounds him. Got it. Really cool. Yeah. For them to have, you know, detailed that backstory in far more detail because they were always sketchy about it for Mm. decades and decades and decades. But with the release of the books that was that popular that the board game decided to completely change shape into fuck the 41st millennium and all the high-tech shit that we've been playing with for all these all this time. We're not really selling much plastic miniatures, miniatures anymore because, you know, kids are always going to spend a certain amount of money. But the real people that are spending real dollars are the adults that are collecting these armies and they've started to slow down because their armies are so big that they're not buying much anymore. So we're just going to... 
cut them all off and start again in the 30th millennium. You know so, you ranted about this like did I? four podcasts ago. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, <laughs> You're retreading ground here. Yes, yeah, sorry. In, in the last couple of weeks, I don't know how because I haven't had much free time, but I've managed to read the first novel in the last couple of weeks. It um, is a fucking brilliant novel. So Horace, Horace Rising. Who, who what, were, what were the... No. Nah. Lunar Wolves were the, cha- were the legion led by Horace himself in the first book. And you said he had 18 what? 18 Primarchs was the Emperor. The Emperor had so 18 sons, the Primarchs. Atoma Prime is a planet in the uh, hive city of... Terra? Yeah. Earth? So this, this new game that they're making, the, a new War, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, I saw that. I saw it for that yeah, yeah. Uh, is the upcoming first person action game being developed by a Swedish uh, published de- developed and published by Swedish video game Fat Shark okay uh, do, 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 do. set in a 40 th- Warhammer 40k universe the game will be similar formula to that used in Fat Shark's Warhammer Vermintide 2 in which four players cooperative defeat a uh, Periodic waves of AI-controlled enemies. The game story will focus on a squad of Imperial Guardsmen investigating a potential chaos infiltration on the planet Atoma Prime in the hive city of Terra Tinum. Okay. It's not Terra, which is Earth. So it, it must be a... I mean... That, oh, yeah, there's no A in it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, cool. d- that doesn't ring a bell? No, I haven't seen okay. anything about okay. a video game. No, 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 no. I meant that any of those no, any of no. those words that meant nothing. No, but I'm only I'm, I'm one book in well, the hive cities are like mega mega cities. The you know, skyscrapers okay. Okay. are a billion fucking floors high. They almost touch the atmosphere. You know. Um it's a pretty common kind of space punk idea. I just I just I'm just pissed off because the the whole board game got ruined by this move to the Horus Heresy mm. era where everything was it's still set in science fiction, far future, but they had to detech it a little bit. Yeah. And I just don't like the detech. Yeah, this is what you were talking about. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> um, the book, you however, need to take notes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to a little primer on all our past episodes. We are up to almost sixty episodes okay. though, so um, they all blend. But the book itself is brilliant. It's set from yeah. the perspective of a captain in like the the eighth company, I think it was, or the seventh company, and his kind of you know, learning about the chapter of Space Marines he's in and he, he, for some reason or another, he's elevated to the Mournival, which is their unofficial um, unofficial advisors to the Primarch. And the and Horace is the Primarch, so he's the War Master. He's the head of all of the Primarchs and conducting this war against everything that isn't man. Um, and it's just a really, really well-written book. If it had been about a different subject, it still would have been like a different backstory. It still would have been an excellent novel. Wouldn't, as a you, wouldn't you have thought they would have? So, you, so you're saying with the board game they've they've taken everything back, and so like now you can you, still play the old game with the old miniatures, but you you can't buy no them on in a store. Is my understanding? You have to order so them online, right? And, so you can't. Okay, that was the thing. I was just like, why wouldn't you just create if they'd been so successful already with the 40k universe, and then they went back to the 30ks? Why wouldn't you just create like a you know 30k different game that? Yeah, they and still look, like if you've got people who are board games have been cool. losing popularity constantly over the last twenty years though. So yeah. they're at a point where, and and that and then their days are realistically their days are numbered because we're not far away from. Let's just give up on all games that contain miniatures. 
here's a USB stick with the 3D images. Go to your local office works and have them 3D printed. They're not far away. I mean, you can already 3D print miniatures. You can already scan, mm. 3D scan, laser scan miniatures and print them yourselves. It's just the quality is nowhere near what it is when they properly cast mold them. Or injection mold them, but it's not far away. Well, if they're making if they're making a forty k game, maybe that's their way of bringing back the forty k. Yeah, potentially. Screw you, books. Come back to video games. <laughs> that's how they get the young kids. The video games well, are brilliant too. Well, that's the know. second one because they just released uh, Necromunda. Oh, that's an old well. school game that's been remade. No, it's a brand new one. Yes, no, but it's a so Necromunda was an original board game from oh, twenty five okay. odd years ago or twenty years ago. But the like techie one with the dog. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In the Doom, the new Doom style with really fast paced, crazy would make me give me horrible, horrible motion sickness. (laughs) Is it VR? Is it? No, no, no. It's just standard, but just that that quick kind of motion, quick whip stuff. Yeah. Quick, quick first first person stuff. I remember when I was playing Skyrim originally, I had to bring up the console command and widen the field of vision that yep. you, they had because yep. it was it was too narrow. Too, yeah, right. So it was uh, make you feel make, sick. making me sick. Yeah, Emma can't watch like I remember she didn't really like watching me play Doom when I was playing that. But like anytime I play a game that's that first person, she's like, How do you just not get sick when I'm just like circling? Like mm. I'm just like <laughs> we're just like I'll get bored and be like, yeah. yeah. That's that's what I did when I first got the PSVR because everyone that you know you guys were all talking about PSVR motion sickness. And I'm like, I'm not feeling it. What if I just sit here in Skyrim for five minutes and just spin continuously? Will I get sick? No. Don't know. There we go. Lucky boy. Lucky. Anyway, let's get at least one other topic out before we go to break. Well, I took inspiration from our last uh, monster topic um, about monsters. Uh, and I, I, I watched Army of the Dead, which I think we'll probably talk about in the next little... Yes. Yeah, okay. We but, should talk about that properly. So I watched that. So we'll get back to that. But I... Um, Finished it and Emma still wasn't home. So I was like, because I had a, did a Friday day shift, got home, watched Sony there. And I was like, ah, well, I play games, so I watch another movie. And then uh, the newest Hellboy remake popped up as a suggestion, which I still hadn't seen, the David Harbour one. I fucking loved it. I don't know why it got so shat on. That was I, great. I didn't mind it. I and thought- the character models were sick. Yeah. Those monsters were amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to agree. I I quite enjoyed it too. I I don't quite understand why it got so shat on. I know there was not some great editing to it, and it seemed some of it would seem a bit rushed and cut together. Yeah. But I, I mean, can I could say that. But I I I thought like having because I looked up uh, after it. I was telling Pete before that I looked up after it and like the art and monster style from the Mike Magnolia comics. I was like, that's so much closer than. Yeah, like it is the stuff you saw in the the Ron Perlman. Yeah, but Ron Perlman made Hellboy. Hellboy in the first. For anyone that didn't read the comics, that had no idea oh, what the fuck it was, his personality was in like the actor's personality was so integrated into who Hellboy was in the movie. That's I think why it had backlash. I can see that. I don't think David Harbour's Hellboy was as entertaining as Ron Perlman's in any way, shape, or form. Um, but Actually, I it's also probably closer the- to the to the script. It's probably closer to the comics as well. It's just that that Ron Perlman as a person is such such a charismatic character or human mm. that he he's fun to watch. He's entertaining to watch, and when he injects that into, it's like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like you're not watching a character played by Arnie. No, you're watching you're Arnie, Arnie playing play a character. character. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think he's quite similar. So, but yeah, I think I that's think- why it probably got. Oh yeah, a little I can bit. see that. But I just thought, yeah, going off the like the the monster designs, um, 
what's his name? Ian McShane. I fucking love Ian oh, McShane. Yeah. He was much better. You like, can't you can't beat him. A much better dad uh, <laughs> in that. Um, in terms of being a bad dad, um, and then uh, it just—I don't know—it just seemed to like. I thought it left a lot more. Like I don't. Obviously, they probably won't get a sequel out of that one. But it seemed it, there were so many more little threads they were dropping that you yeah. followed. I think it, I think if they were going to make a sequel, it would have been announced by now because yeah. that that movie's quite old now. Ah, yeah, yeah, Maybe. at least three or four years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd expect they would have been developing off the back of the success to keep the momentum for the movies up. I think it, uh, uh, the unless he was just wrapped wrapped up in Stranger Things, literally the show Stranger Things, not <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. doing weird things. <laughs> it, I think I think it fell down a little bit with the uh, Ware Cheetah guy. Mm. The, the, oh yeah. It, that was a little odd, but then extremely underused. Yeah, like it didn't it didn't come out until like the last thirty minutes. Yeah, like last it, obviously it alluded to him being there was something aware, going on, and yeah. But then didn't didn't really integrate that character he was into aware it. Of jaguar. Actually. It was a jaguar. Wasn't <laughs> jaguar. <laughs> I can't even remember what I said. Random um, cheetah. And who was the watching Wonder Woman? There was there was the third. I'm wearing the shirt too. Yeah, <laughs> there was a the third third person in it. There was the girl character. who could. Take the spirits and they came out of her mouth. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. That's like the weird. Like, and that's when Emma walked in when Ian McShane yeah, was, was like the, the big slug, the big jelly thing out of her mouth. Yeah, that was she's like, of, what did Emma say? What the fuck are you watching? Yeah, it was I was like, weird. Hellboy. She's like, I'll be in the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> but Gonna I can make a snack. I agree. I think the character model were great. I think the the Hellboy that they chose the 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 makeup they did on him was less. It, w- it was more comic accurate than even though. How can you really be comic accurate to mm. that sort of Hellboy style from the comic books? But it was more of a grizzled, grizzled demon. Yeah. 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 And yeah. there was more of that subtext going on there too. Yeah, oh, definitely. Ron Perlman yeah. was a bit too smooth. Too charismatic. <laughs> too Need more grizzled. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good way to introduce people to that that IP, I think. Yeah. Even if it twisted the IP a little bit to suit the, character, the, the actor. It would have been great if Guillermo del Toro got a third one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, just quickly on the, just to cap off the episode, uh, the episode. Oh, okay. We're done. Well done, boys. I'll uh, see you next week. <laughs> 20 minutes the, in. The <laughs> session. Um, so John Wick chapter four's casting at the moment. So obviously Keanu's signed on. I think he, he's probably in contract to be honest. Probably. Although Keanu's probably also big enough to tell them to go fuck themselves and he'll make his decision later. Um, but they've. Oh no. You can tell by watching like behind the scenes. He stuff. loves he it. Fucking like, loves it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, uh, who played It, and a few other things that I didn't write down, so I can't remember because that's how I remember things. One of uh, the Skarsgård brothers. And Donnie Yen from Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like Donnie Yen. Yep. Donnie Yen is, yeah, I was reading about that. He's going to be playing a old colleague, like assassin colleague of John. So I think he, yeah, Keanu and Donnie are teaming up. Yeah, I hope it's not. That'd I hope cool. it doesn't turn out for him to be the bad guy. I'd like for that just to be a partnership all the way through. Imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the two cool. of them. Yeah, that'll that'll be great. I watched um, Rogue One again the other day. He is excellent in that. We will talk about Army of the Dead. Um, and just quickly, have you guys uh, seen Mythic Quest on Apple TV? I've seen it on there and it looks funny. I do not have the Apple TVs. Don't have Apple TV, no. Okay. I guess if you – I mean, so I've only got it because I bought a phone and it comes with a 12-month subscription for free. But oh, um, Not bad. It's It's – 
fucking funny. I miss so so uh, Big Bang Theory was my first introduction really to like 25 30 minute and you know time filler episodes. It's the thing that you watch when you don't have time to watch something real. Um and you just get a quick laugh out of it and you put it back down. Mythic Quest is like that. I think they're 30 minute episodes, but it's set in the development house for a video game mm. that is based very loosely and yet very closely on Blizzard's World of Warcraft. Right. And the owner, although the creative director, the guy at the top of the the company is an absolute narcissistic Narcissist, motherfucker. Yeah, I was say he's narcissist in the in the trailers. Oh, it's yeah. so fucking bad that it's funny as hell. And then you've got you know the the sycophant um fucking CFO who just wants to monetize everything or the head of monetization, and like <laughs> head he just of want, monetization. He just wants to put he That's wants to put card. titties behind everything because he knows the kids are going to buy the loot box because it'll then be have them staring at a breast. There's a there's an old guy who won a Nebula award in the seventies for writing one novel ever, and he's the guy that writes the backstories for the you know every object in the game. Yeah, right. And then you've got the um, the developer, the actual code monkey, the head of head of development, who's actually played by a New Zealand actress, and so it's quite a jarring Aussie kind of New Zealandy mm. accent. And she's she's um, and in an American show, and she's basically the other main character. It's almost she's the main character. You have got a couple of gay ladies in testing and and who get shat on from a great height because they're just the test girls. Uh, the HR manager who everyone treats like a fucking uh, psychiatrist and they just lie on their couch and unload their problems. Fucking hilarious. We've got to go to break. But yeah, if you get some time what and and you can watch it somehow, watch it because it's definitely <laughs> worth doing. And on that note, we'll take a break. Well done. <laughs> and Peter's back. I am. I was just about to say I should have gotten more water before we started this one. But... Uh-oh. Uh Okay, what do you want me to do about that? Nothing, nothing at the moment. What so, are you going to introduce the next beer? Cool. Yeah, so uh, James, thankfully, thankfully. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Thanks, James. Get Jimmy, my, get, who's get, been get, on the get podcast. My, get my words out correctly. Gave us two beers from uh, Black Flag Brewing in Malulabar up on the Sunshine Coast, right near where I grew up. Uh, so I'm very pleased to be trying these. I saw these guys, I've seen, I've seen them around. I've seen them around, but I saw most of the stuff sort of floating around Gabs. I can't remember if I saw whether they had a stand or whether they had just a Gabs beer on or something like that. So I saw I saw it floating around Gabs, and I'm like, uh, I wonder if that was named after Henry Rollins' punk band. Mm-hmm. And now looking at the labels, I'm almost Definitely certain <laughs> <laughs> not Henry Rollins' punk band. Yeah. So uh, James got given a couple of these. Uh, I think he was sharing his birthday beers with us. Thank you, James, because Thank it was you, his birthday yesterday. Um, happy so birthday, happy James. birthday, Very James. much appreciate it. He dropped, uh, he dropped one of the pale ales and one of the IPAs off to me this morning. Uh, so we brought him, I brought him in here to give it a go. You still live like literally just around the corner? Four minutes walk. Yeah, wow. Uh, I, I love that artwork. It's enough to start a relationship, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've just looked them up. A little bit of punk rock, a little bit of rock and roll. Yeah. Brewing good beer with punchy art in collaboration with our friends in the industry. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, I mean, I love that label. It's just, it's busy enough to be awesome. Yep. Is it lined uh, up? But it's not so busy that it's confusing. No, it's not lined up. <laughs> uh, but it's not not so busy. It's confusing exactly. And yep. then they they know, have a nice little a nice little just a text section on the back. Nothing overdone. Cool. Uh, everything's yeah. Everything's all sort of just. 
So what's the beer, Dan? Nicely organised. Fucking hate you guys. Uh, juicy, <laughs> it's a juicy, juicy pale ale. I mean, six six percent ABV. Rage against the mainstream is the name of the beer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I've looked it up. Um, an all American hop lineup uh, featuring El Dorado, Osaka, and Citra. Nice. Cool. Laying down a citrus versus the leading. Yeah, cool. It's got a it's got a uh, a musicy. Uh, Vibe blurb on the back. Yep. So cool. I will pour away. Um, one other shout out. I just wanted to quickly cover off before we get into probably Army of the Dead because I think you wanted to talk about that, Tom. And we've all seen it now. I did watch it. Wanted to uh, do a, a a shout out to the big easy Eduardo, who has been following us for a very very long time. Is a Perth based. Thank you, Twitch streamer. I'll put all his details up on the screen if you're watching on the video or in the uh, blurb in the podcast. But um, Big Easy Eduardo has always kind of followed us and, and given us a bit of support and love on on social media. But I've been shithouse at keeping up to date with Twitter. So I always put our social media posts up on Instagram and Facebook uh, and I always forget Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and I've been trying to make a point of, of remembering and so he retweeted one of our posts recently for, I think it was the website launch and it might have been one of the episode launches and one of his mates retweeted it. And between them, they, they sent like a couple of thousand people to our site. So, oh, cool. Excellent. Uh, and we've Thanks, had guys. a shitload of downloads. Absolute heroes. Thank you, boys. Yeah. And um, and like, so so big thanks to the big, easy Eduardo. Uh, and, and also, I just wanted to say, if you're a fan of the show and you want to show us your love, please do retweet forward. Tell your friends about it. The more downloads we get, the easier it is to run the show. So uh, yeah, it's it's always appreciated when you share that sort of stuff on social yeah. media. Thank you. And I've got a, I've always always thought I should watch more Twitch. I should get on and just yeah. have a look at it because I mean it's kind of the stuff. I mean, it's well, he does some funny shit, and he and he puts some stuff up on YouTube as well. We were going to get into Twitch for a little while, but you've got to have a certain amount of downloads or, or uploads or some shit to fucking get started. So it was just <laughs> too know, fucking hard. It was too, Plus, it I'd was end up with a much. fucking laptop in front of me and a masterboard and the audio. It's like I'm going to end up having to produce the show, not participate in it. But yeah, but you know, there's some just cool stuff in the there. control room up the back. Just, <laughs> are we live? But I think you've got to have that that ability to to segment your mind at the same time. Yeah. If you're playing something and not just concentrating on that, you also need to be entertaining and it's a skill. Visible. Yeah. It definitely there's got to be like a massive segmentation you and multitasking to, oh, of your brain. Completely agree. And I, I think a lot of it comes down to muscle memory because there's little control pads you can pick up at fucking JB Hi-Fi now. You mm. can buy a proper Chroma key colored green screen from JB Hi-Fi, who um, from a company called Elgato, who make a whole range of that yeah, I've seen them over kind there, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think a lot of it ends up being muscle memory once you've got the control pads down. But they do; they are reading chat, they're talking, yeah. they're commentating, they're responding to chat. So yes, definitely multitasking. But I think the successful guys on Twitch and YouTube and those sorts of gaming platforms, and you know the YouTube recordings of have natural charisma they have natural yeah. personality so a lot of their their you know it's it's about a connection with the fans it's got less to do with what they're playing and more to do with how they're playing it and how they're talking about it so i, I couldn't i couldn't do it i couldn't do it no nah. I, I, i'd give I'd, it a crack and I'd, fail I'd, 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 no i mean i couldn't do it as in i'd love to do it but yeah. there's no way i'd be any good and there's at so it. much no, time. i get too pissed off when i'm playing games sometimes <laughs> when i keep getting fucking murdered i'm just funniest like parts. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> i wouldn't be i think twitch would ban me for overuse of swearing <laughs> 
yeah, so big shout out. Thank you very much. Um, Army of the Dead? Talk about the beer first? Yeah, let's talk about the beer first. Very tasty beer. It's an excellent pale ale. Yeah. Yeah, really nice. I haven't nice. tried it. Yeah. It, it's You're it's, missing out. Get into it. It's one of those ones that... It's, A lot of it's, pineapple on the nose, or is that from the last beer? There's definitely a good amount of fruit and citrus character in there. It's 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 just a great paler. Oh, it's nice. It is yeah. a nice juicy paler. You'd throw it's that a, back easily, and yeah. at six percent, you'd at be in six, trouble. Six percent, you would be. <laughs> it's in trouble, surprisingly yeah. thin for a six percent. I know it's a pale, but yeah, I'm yeah. surprised at how thin that is. That's really well, really nicely I wouldn't say balanced. It's thin. I think it's just. Hiding that booze really well. Yeah. I would call that thinness. I get no booze out of it. No, I just. No, that's what no, I mean. It's no, just hiding yeah. it. It's hiding behind that. I was talking with one of the guys today. He tried one of the beers we had on, and he was just like, "This is eight percent, but it doesn't taste like it." I was like, "Yeah, the way they're getting the flavor out of those hops at the moment, it's just like mm. you're not getting that." And then all of a sudden, you're two schooners deep and bumping off the door as you walk past. Like, Damn it! Happened again. <laughs> yeah, you'd definitely, definitely be in, in, in danger of doing that if you've got a, a six-pack or a four-pack of this. You'd yeah. just you'd down them. Like I only had, what, an inch in that glass and it's, mm. uh, it's, already, it's already gone. It's, uh, and, yeah, that's, that's really good. Might have to speak to Wen down at uh, our Quaker Cellars and uh, see if we can get some of that in. Mm. And tell him I'll buy the case of it if he gets it in. That is quite lethal. You're yeah. right. Nice. I'm the dead. Sure. Let's talk about it. Great soundtrack. Yeah, it, you know what? I I completely agree. It's one Some, of the notes I made during the movie. Yeah. Since we run a podcast, it means that now we have to take fucking notes while we watch shit. Uh, we should, but we don't. Um, I took two notes during it, and then I got too into the movie and stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it um yeah. So on the soundtrack, it's all covers from memory. There were some interesting different. Well, it's, it's that junkie XL guy does the the soundtrack. Yep. Which is a Zack Snyder special. Um, a lot of boom from uh, what was it Batman vs Superman when he, <laughs> he started doing that. Uh, and then yeah, some really cool covers. Um, yeah. Some Richard I, Cheese. Everyone loves yeah. a little bit of Richard Cheese. Um, I mean, you couldn't do a story about Vegas, I think, now without yeah yeah, especially correct. like a yeah. bit of tongue and cheek some like swing that. band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. Some lounge against the machine, and then um, yeah, there were some really cool covers in there of uh, some quite famous yeah songs, which I should have taken note of, but I didn't. Yeah, and it's on the tip of my brain too, and I can't remember any of them. So tip of your brain, yeah, it's good. Not the tip of my tongue; it's on the edge of my Not brain. The round bit. The ra- <laughs> shut up. Aren't you concussed? Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, I've yeah, I'm starting to come around a little bit. I've got to say, yeah. of uh, a bright couple of years to do that. Yeah, I've, I've woken up a little bit in the last uh, in the last. 15, well, they, 20 minutes. They so. do say that two beers is better than two painkillers. So. Yeah, I'm mm. feeling a little better. I took some painkillers just before I left home too, so they're probably just kicking in right about now. So, um, you When you described it, and I actually th- thought this worked out well and it wasn't planned. I don't think we'll do it again, but you dropped some non-spoiler hints about some interesting shit that was going on in the in the movie. I'm glad you can remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yep. you mentioned there was yeah, a yep. splash of color when they killed one There's of gonna them. There's going to be some spoilers here. Yeah, yeah, they definitely will be. Thank you, Dan. Can I can I read the message I sent Dan when I was watching it? Yeah. Sure. Because <laughs> I think he really enjoyed it. On that exact thing, the splash of colour. Hang on a fucking second. Was one of those zombies a Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, but but so the comment I was going to make is obviously I was keeping an eye out for those kinds of little subtleties that yeah. you mentioned. But it wasn't fucking subtle. There are about 30 or 40 zombies in that show, in that movie, that have the green-blue glow to their eyes 
and die with that metallic fucking spray when they get shot. I still think it's it one. It's not. It's not highlighted. It's not I, highlighted I, in I the sense think, that they I didn't think I would have, especially around that that first scene when they're all around the pool, and then you you first see a couple mm, of them had mm. blue eyes. I probably I don't think I would have picked that out if I hadn't because I was I was actively looking when there oh, were okay. more zombies. I was like, oh, Dan said there was something. I like, I'll keep an eye out because that'd be cool to see. And I, d- I didn't want to miss it. And I made sure I put my phone down um, and wasn't IMDBing things during it. <laughs> but I don't. I think I probably would have missed that. But definitely during the shootout on the like casino floor. Oh yeah, there were fuckloads of. There them. were heaps there. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, but that's I, when I saw the. Did you pick up the robot they were, face? Did you? Yeah. Well, I didn't see of them around the pool. Oh yeah. Oh, because so I wasn't talk- looking. The I'm, empty pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About, I know yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah. I didn't. I There's didn't like, see them. There was only two, one. It was only uh, one, two, okay. two or three. There were. The, the, They're on opposite sides. The, but you, the main one was right next to him, though. It was the, yeah, yeah, the, the, the first the one, zombie yeah. that wasn't the the wife, wasn't the zombie bride. It was, mm. it, but it was the the guy closest to him yeah. had the the sheen in his eyes. It was only when it got darker that you could see the yeah, sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't see any of that because I wasn't looking for it. Do you? Reckon- I just expected it to be a zombie movie, and even if I yeah. did see it, I probably. Even just subconsciously thought, yeah. Oh, it's just. So what I what I took away from that was the the, the different coloured eyes and the different way they died, and then the baby. So the the bride is pregnant with a zombie baby that he put in there. So that's post death. Um, is that they were his children? So he's reproducing. I don't think they were actual Terminators. I don't think I don't think they're robots. This is my prediction for the next movie. I actually I don't think they're zombie robots because that doesn't make much sense to me. And even for Zack Snyder, I think they're a representation of him getting other zombies pregnant, and those are the children. But definitely one of them had like a metallic skeleton. Yeah, I just I, that doesn't make any fucking sense. So the, I mean, it's also a zombie movie set in Vegas. It's not meant to. I know, like, but it has to be internally consistent for a movie to be entertaining because like, otherwise it's just like it's random shit the, on screen the, now the only thing i've heard around this is they are they are robots okay. and they're kind of watch drones put in there by the government okay uh, okay this is just something i don't okay. know whether this is just a theory from somebody or yep. whether it's got backed up by something yep uh, but that's 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 one thing that they 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 their drones put in there to keep an eye on the population and See what see what actually the fuck. I is did going like that on. that um, when they first get in there, and they're all husks, and then the chicks yeah. like just wait till it rains. Yeah. And I was like that the thought of that yeah. just like oh 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 fuck. And they rehydrate <laughs> and just move around as one amorphous clump yeah, of yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> dried up zombie crust. <laughs> Nummy nums. Yes. Um, did you pick up on the symbology in the movie? It's a Zack Snyder movie. There's always a. L- Excuse me, I've got um, the hiccups now. Didn't hear anyone yell of- Martha, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> so the first thing I picked up was um, the Omega uh, Scar on. Um, what's his name? Zeus, ironically. Yeah. Uh, the black, the African American character. You can't call them that anymore because you don't know if they're American or African. So they're, the black character, um, the big muscly dude had an Omega scarification on he his was the chest main zombie, when he took yeah. off his shirt. No, no, no. He was the main... He was one of the um, good guys. The best friend. The good guys. With the big, oh, with yeah, the big saw. The saw yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. the saw that yeah, never saw cut that. anything outside of the intro. Yeah, it was so fucking except frustrating. It, except the big wall. I thought... I thought it was, it was like... Wasn't it the was, main zombie called 
Zeus as well? The main zombie was called Zeus. Maybe yeah. it was Zeus. That's, yeah. that's probably I where I remember his name. Yeah, the main zombie was called Zeus. I don't remember the, the actual character's name. Yeah, okay. The live character's so name. So you had the primary zombies who were created by the first zombie were the alphas. Yes. And he has, and an, he has an omega tattoo. And I just I picked up on the symbology instantly because you have the alpha and the omega. I am the beginning and the end. Yeah, so and the, he's also the last, the last zombie yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of a, a cool little uh, this a shitload. So I've I've I didn't see the tattoo. So yeah. Oh, and it was and it stood out for me not because uh, of the symbology. I had to connect those dots after I finished watching the movie. Uh, okay. And and well, just before because I picked up that he was also the last zombie in the movie. Mm. He's the surviving zombie that takes into the the next film. Um but yeah, I I picked up uh because it's a cool scarification. It's a really well done non-tattoo kind of tattoo. Obviously we're covered in fucking tattoos, so that sort of stuff appeals to me. That's why I picked up on it. If it wasn't for that, I would if it was just a fucking tattoo, I wouldn't have even noticed. Mm. So there's there's a lot of and I've I've, sim- I've since read articles about Zack Snyder's symbology in movies generally because there's a lot of Omega comes up Often, obviously, you've got Apocalypse. Mm. Um, not Apocalypse, Dark Side. Dark Side. Yeah. Dark Side always has an Omega on his belt, chest. I thought it was his his buckle on his on his. Well, he belt. might have one there too, but he has the Omega symbol. Yeah, on his, on his chest. chest. So there's some continuing themes popping up in Zack Snyder movies that I thought were quite interesting. And his, his eye beams are Omega beams. Yes, yes, they are. Anyone I else started seeing up? the Snyder cut, so whatever. Oh, dude. Uh, no, Dark Side. Dark Side from the comic oh books. No. Yeah. I know he is. Yeah. Um th- then the 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 subplot that they talk about in the in the vault where yep. the German Oh that was so fucking German cool. Guys. The German guy was probably the standout oh, character. Yeah, yeah. He was fucking <laughs> hilarious. He's talking to the German guy about the the, the other team and then yeah. the other team looks like their oh, team. Did you pick up on the necklace? Yeah, the key necklace and yes. yeah, so, so I I it it lays a lot of questions and a lot of what sub, the fuck's sub-plot. really going on yeah, here? What's really going on? And are uh, they stuck in some sort of time loop? Yeah, or are yeah, they can't be them. robot zombies. <laughs> you have a fucking yeah, time fair, loop. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> and, and it's interesting. And I, I really was when he started to talk about that. I'm like, where the fuck are they going with this? Yeah. Like, is this is this the path they're going to take? Like, is it going to be some sort of time loop? And is this? Are they all going to get, get another beer? Are they okay. all going to get killed going into the vault? And are we going to start again and see? And a different approach to I it. I would have been and annoyed again and yet and interested. Yeah, I know. Me too. I mean, the, the end of tomorrow is it? Is that the um, Edge, the of, Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tom Tomorrow Cruise. is is a fucking. I've watched that movie like film. fifteen times. Yep. It's it's a standout in the last yep. decade. Um. So uh, yeah, that would have been really that interesting. Looks cool. Yeah, that, that looks great. cool. Yeah, yeah. How they scored that? It's a gold ring pull on a black can. Yeah. For people at home, maybe we get like excited Will, over simple things. Willy Wonka, we got the golden ticket. <laughs> Cash just keep, starts pouring out of the keep, can. Keep, keep the can just in case. <laughs> keep the can just in case. You know, I was um, it was, and it's a great movie. It was fun. It's a, it's a, it's a solid popcorn slasher. That's exactly it. And it was two and a half hours long, and I was not bored at all. Not no, for a moment. No, not at all. Not for a moment. And and for people that haven't seen it that we're spoiling the movie for, uh, as an explanation behind well, what Well, we Dan, did say last episode yeah, that we were going to yeah, spoil yeah. the crap out of it. No, I, I gave people a fair warning. No, I was just going to explain what Dan was talking about with the – the um they, there was a team sent into a casino to rob the casino. When they're at the vault, they find a few dead bodies and one of the dead bodies had and a – decomposed yeah, as well. Yeah. So they've been there a while. Very old, yeah. Um, one of them had a, a key – 
on a necklace around her neck or around their neck. And the German guy who's the safecracker, the least hard of the whole group, makes the comment that, oh, do you reckon they're the guys that came before? Or do you think they're us? Like, that could be us. We could be stuck in a time loop right now. And then a couple of scenes later, and it wasn't for a couple of scenes because I was waiting for some sort of cue. You notice one of the girls playing with her key on her necklace. The, the main female character just Mar- before she Maria. gets macked. Yeah. Yeah, by the mega zombie. Well, no, well they flash every time it goes to yeah, one yeah. of the one of the like they they look at the decomposing body. It yep. flashes to the live the, character. Yeah, the character yeah. that they represent. I'd already seen the key. The, yep. I'd already seen the necklace, so I made that connection Genet- there. Yeah, um, and then it went to the others, and then it showed the big decomposing body with the little glasses, and yeah. that was the Dave Batista, <laughs> yeah. and it's like. Is, is this a likeness or is this actually them? Yeah. I just assumed at the start that it was just a likeness, but then it wasn't until two scenes later that she was playing with the key. And I'm like, that's that's not a. It was the exact necklace. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I actually made the comment to the girlfriend and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I had to rewind it. And not, not, not to take anything away from her, but like, I was so sure that it was some sort of direct connection. I actually mm. rewound it to rewatch it and show her. Yeah. So I love a good layered movie that you have to think about, but at the same time, you don't have to. You can no. just get drunk and watch a fucking solid movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I thought the action scenes were great. And like I said to you, I, I love the way that the the stunt people and the stunt woman- Oh, and 100% guy, see what you're talking about, about that dancing movement. Yeah. The fluidity yeah. of the- yeah. How, yeah. how she moved, she how so, she- That was so cool. When they first, when you first see her, uh, when they- uh, sacri- on the, Sacrifice yeah. the guy. Yeah. Uh, how she jumps off the van and she just lands. And, it, and obviously she was- she was probably on wires because it was yep. a it was a decent jump, and she just lands and glows it goes straight, smoothly into that crouch yeah. over the top. And of it's him. a cool crouch too. Yeah, and the other guy. Also, that guy's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I love the zombie tiger man. Yeah, that was hectic. Was good, but yeah. I knew why I hated him because he was in Punisher. Which Punisher? He was in the Netflix Punisher. That guy. Oh, I haven't watched season two. Oh yeah, he's. Oh um, who are you, who are you talking about? Which character? The Juice from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, the guy that they sacrificed. Oh, uh, the yeah, 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 yeah. The, the he's a dude. knobend. Yeah, but he plays a good. He's one of those dudes who plays a good knobend. Like, yeah, <laughs> but he was he was the the gangster in. Oh, maybe it was Luke, no, it was Punisher or Luke Cage. It was one of them. It was uh, one of the Netflix. I know who. Yeah. If I see a picture, I'll be able to tell you what he's from. Yeah. Well, he, he was Juice in uh, Sons of Anarchy, and he was a really likable character in Sons of Anarchy. And he, uh, he was, uh, yeah, he was, he was the snitchy dude in, in whichever one it was. Oh, who else? He yeah, played, but only forcefully so. Well. He was in something else pretty big as well. Um, oh, he's been, Theo, he's been in quite a few. Yeah, Rossi. that's him. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. So, he's I mean, good. Luke Cage. He was in Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Yeah, he was. But, yeah. I really like him. He's, uh, he's, yeah, but he was, he was, a, I've, I've only seen him in Luke Cage. So, and he was a bit of a dick in that, oh, like a smarmy okay. dick. And then yeah. when he got, he, he was a smarmy, he dick, was a smarmy in dick in this. And I was like, you know what? Good. Die. Die. Be eaten, you fuckwit. But it was great. You knew that, he was going to eat it too. Oh, yeah. You knew straight away. Oh, he was definitely going to do it. But it was great that, like, it was, it was one of those minute moments where they were five minutes in to being, in the zombie area, yep. and he, he didn't, didn't expect to sacrifice a no, character so yeah. soon. He, he, did, he didn't betray anybody, and somebody else died, and yep. then lied to the team. And mm. oh yeah, no, well they he didn't leave anybody behind. She just fucking shot him in the leg and <laughs> left him there. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that was uh, yeah, she was cool. We should introduce this beer. We should. Um, this is the second beer from Black Flag Brewing. Uh, this is the Troublemakers Hopeless Romantic. It's an eight percent IPA. Um, 
And that's all they say. Then it's got a giant Frankenstein head. It It's really fucking good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's really a nice 8% sweet. IPA. There's a lot of residual sugar yeah, in it. Yeah, some caramelly uh, crystal malty sweetness in there. And once again, another fucking beautifully colourful, simplistic label. You can tell that it's got it's quite boozy. Um, yeah, I don't think it's overly so. It's not offensive. It's it's not burny, but it's um you can tell that it's got quite a lot of content in it. That's an interesting way to lay out a label too. The information is close to the edge. Yeah, which says that they're making is, the artwork the primary. Yeah, the primary focus, which is cool. I really like that. Mm. Yeah, I really like that. It's well a done. it's a sweet juicy. It's Imperial IPA, is that what it is? Uh, or double IPA? Yeah, yeah. It's top end of. Is double there a IPA. difference between a double and a and an Imperial? Yeah, I guess it wasn't I depends if you wasn't a trap. Judged or not. Yeah, I mean, don't. Uh, yeah, I'm, no, no, no. There's no difference. But I always just figured it was a measure of um of alcohol content. Well, it is. But whether what do you want to call them? Double Imperial. Yeah, cool. Imperial might start a little bit higher. I just always assume they were interchangeable terms. Yeah, they, they probably seem are. To be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, most, I think people started calling it double IPA because it'd be written as IIPA. Mm. Mm. So I, that's when so I, would Imperial IPA though. If you were no, no, no. But then it, it would so people would see IIPA. And yeah, okay. it's a double IPA. Yeah, got and it. then it became you'd write Dipper. Yeah, got yeah. it, got it. Um, with Frankenstein on there, Rob Zombie announced yesterday that he's got the rights to make a monsters movie. Yeah. Cool. Which would be interesting coming from Rob Zombie. Seems he's also for absolutely the, what we were talking about. When you say a monsters movie, beer. what are you actually talking about? Monsters. Mon- oh, monsters. The monsters. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm um, just going to say for when we were going, ooh, ah, before with the beer when we brought it out, it's got a uh, black black can, uh. um, but then it's got a gold ring pull. Yeah. And it stands out beautifully. Looks great. Yeah. But that's yeah. what we were all geeking out yeah. over. <laughs> five like minutes tiny, ago. A tiny little different colored ring pull on there. Like I said, we Ooh, get excited shiny. about dumb yeah. shit. <laughs> um, but no, it's a, it's a, there's nothing in there he can destroy. So the cat's about to jump into an empty cool bag and you're going to hear a crash because he will inevitably fall off the counter when he as does that. As long as he doesn't take the gin bottles with him. Um, They're all empty. Oh, there you oh. Next yeah. topic. Oh, oh no, I was no, just going to no, say. No, that's no, it. Keep going. Uh, Zombies. I'm, yeah. It, uh, I think the... The uh, the getaway scene where they all sort of get split up and yeah. some go out through the the hole in the concrete wall and Dave Batista's out through the showroom floor and he's bit of slow mo bit of Zach yeah, Snyder oh, slow mo Zach Snyder slow mo <laughs> yeah and he's like oh I thought he was going to jump from there to the table uh, and Dave Batista's running across the the top of the the uh, oh, he goes into beast mode on that thing. yeah, yeah. the Oof. the old bird that's a horrible. I'm standing by it though. The old bird from uh, in the helicopter, the helicopter engineer and pilot. Tignataro. Is that her name? Yeah. She is fucking brilliant in this and oh, in the Star Trek, uh, the Netflix Star Trek series. And she plays basically the same character. In Star Trek, she's a cranky, I'll straight. Tell you something after this. Cranky, that. straight to the point uh, engineer. She's, uh, she's the head of engineering for a while in the Star Trek series. Um, and she basically plays exactly the same fucking character in this movie. So, she is... Loki's a lot more likely to accidentally hit the stop record button than Kara is. Hey, buddy. Um, she was not in the movie originally. So, all of those ah. all of those scenes are... After the fact. Secondary filmed. 
and recut in anything with her in it because the guy that was playing that uh, did maybe got me too'd or something. I don't mm. know the story about what he uh, yeah right what, what he what he did wrong, and uh, they removed him from the movie. So it was originally piloted by Kevin Spacey. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. it. I don't know what to say. If you if you uh, watch it again. Yeah. She does. She's she not directly interacts. She never directly interacts. She's not side by side in a shot, and she with somebody else. Because I always thought that she looked, the lighting looked weird on her. I remember oh, watching it. Reshoots yeah. and yeah, it, yeah. it, it she looks screen. like a little. Yeah. It's like a little softer. Like the lighting's a little softer on her, yeah. and I don't know if that's because it's the secondary ratio. But well, she's such a she's such a perfect character and actor to put in as just comic relief. Yep. Just. Insane action going on. on. The radio. Cut to her on the ceiling. Yeah, yep. no, nah, the helicopter's fine just after the fucking engine literally <laughs> exploded. Yep. No, yeah. and I thought it was cool that she plays exactly the same fucking character out of Star Trek. And I didn't find out until after the fact that all that was reshoots as well. Yeah, wow. So yeah, well. I, did, I didn't think anything of it when she was in there. And yeah, I think she was great. I'd love to see her in more stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, no, she's like, cool. Just a, a little bit more. A little bit more interacting. Yeah, because it did, it did feel it did feel like because she was so. <laughs> Well, just the she way she so like good. cuts off their lines, like when they were first hiring her, and she was just yep. like, "Yep, whatever. Yep. Yeah, I'm in. Yep, yep, yep. Don't need to know anymore. Yep, no, that's fine. Yep. Fuck off. Just walked away. Yep, yep. Um, but <laughs> that makes so much more sense. But obviously, they couldn't put her in any her, more scenes. But it fits her yeah, personality. Fits and yeah, personality. Yeah. yeah. To to just say, to just be dismissive. Yep, that's fine. I don't need to know anymore. Go away. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. I like that. That's that's a a good um indication of her acting ability too to be able to make that seamless i had no idea mm. I, if you hadn't have told me i would never have yeah. known that she was reshoot no and i, I had That's no cool. idea either like i said i found out after the fact so got like yeah. two minutes we've spent the whole session talking about army of the dead oh when you when you would it's a big topic it's a big movie so the 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 alpha guy when he gets shot too he gets uh some some blue spark action he does there's uh, quite a few so, that get blue sparky yeah action. so it, it'll be interesting to see where all that goes because if they are drones from the government then why is he playing one of the main zombies well he was in a government he's been taken he out of area 51 so, yeah what you think the original? No, I actually, that was actually that's, that's the thing we didn't the all the pop culture references in that first one when they were talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark and yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I was having yeah. a great old chuckle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they weren't subtle about those. No, 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 which is I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, but even uh, for for the comic relief in it and the action in it, that mm. scene where uh, the um, Hispanic gangster lady, the stereotype, yep. Uh, was having to shuffle through yeah. the, the, the asleep zombies, the sleep zombies, the stand up sleep zombies, the hibernating ones. Yep. Um, when he threw the the the, yeah. the, the bad guy with well, the, you know, he the was going to betray human. yeah everybody. Yeah. Um, threw the glow stick down there. That was terrifying. Yeah. Like just yeah. A, just a breath, and you you'd like you you know from even just carrying a backpack and all those weapons and the backpack she was carrying. The fuel drum, I think she had. Yeah, yeah she, she had, had a fuel, she had fuel drum, yeah. You you just know that shit's sloshing around and it's going to throw your center of gravity <laughs> off yeah, and yeah. you're going to lean the wrong way and it's going to slosh and you're going to... It, it, it was, was a terrifying. simple device, but it was very effective. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really good. Really well filmed. Fuck, I thought she almost made it. Yeah, she you yeah, thought she did. Yeah, yeah. she should have. I but thought then her that mate, sideward shot, I was like, you wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot normally. <laughs> well, I thought her mate was... The Weekly Planet guys said it as well. I thought her mate was going to come and like just take, take them all out with... He took her like, out instead. Trick shots. Yeah. And you could have at least tried. Yeah. I, I agree. 
Anyway, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> and we're back. Hello. Um, I've got not much. I'm, the only thing I had left on my list was I'm excited for the new Ratchet and Clank game this weekend. Comes out. Cool. <laughs> I don't care if you don't like it. Eat my dick. I, I'm looking forward to it, but I can't play it. So. I spend you? my oh. money elsewhere. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> well, I do have money to spend on it, but I, I don't need to. I was uh, reading today they did a little put a little thing up to get everyone excited, but uh, one thing I thought was kind of cool, one of the weapons, uh, so it's all about rifts and going through alternate dimensions. Yeah, I've seen the the trailer for it. It looked pretty cool. Mm. All but, the ra- oh, I shouldn't say all of them. Most of the Ratchet and Clank games are oh, fun I loved them. as hell. I don't yeah, know yeah. that I've ever played one. They're good. Um, but one of the weapons uh, summons items from the expanded PlayStation universe. Oh, okay. So, so it's a bit meta. Yeah, so one of the weapons will open a rift. So they had a little image they put up on their Instagram where it's um, the purple rifts that appear in the in the marketing for it. And then it's underneath Nathan Drake's like Jeep from Uncharted 4. I was going to say this has to be something <laughs> from Uncharted in there. Yeah. You know what would be cool if they did that, but it only took stuff from games that were in your PlayStation library? That would be fucking so cool. So stuff that stuff that games that you played and you recognize those yeah. items that, that, that would it, be cool. it would just read your read your PlayStation, just summon summon those out. Yep. So, yeah. So I thought that was cool. But that yeah, that comes out this weekend and they're always just there. Yeah, they're a super fun time little I can see uh I can see Ratchet running around with the uh, Leviathan axe. Fuck yeah. <laughs> be, be his height, but... Uh, <laughs> Even better, give it to Clank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give it to Clank, yeah. Swinging it around. Yeah. Nice. Big ice glax. Yep. So I've got a quick topic. Um, yes. While we pour, I guess. That way uh, you can introduce the beer after. Well, I, yeah, after you almost dropped it. I almost dropped it, but I did catch it. That's all that cricket training <laughs> I did as, uh, as a child. So Put him in the slip, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic pause. A little yep. bit of fuzz. Not too bad. A little yeah, bit of fuzz. Bad. Where are you bad. wiping that exactly? On his pants. <laughs> On my pants. Why, why did God surprise create pants? I'm surprised you didn't lick it. And we I spend it. all of our days covered in beer most of the time anyway. Yeah, so you just go, ah, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'll wash them. <laughs> that's something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. So after we talked about Hero. It's a very full can as well. Yeah. I think yeah. that might have been half the problem. <laughs> I think you, you need to sip that before you pour it, man. It's not COVID safe. <laughs> just sip it. Friends here. Um, after your failed 25th anniversary of Hero Quest on Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just invested. Oh, fuck. What uh, did you back it again? Uh, the Witcher board game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, I mean, we're huge fans. Dan, Dan, the Witcher, in- the Witcher Old World, Old World, Old World. Yeah. So, so Dan introduced me to Seven the Witcher. Dan introduced me to the Witcher series. I think he might have introduced you to as well. 100% he did, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, played the shit out of Witcher 3 and fucking loved it. Uh, so Kickstarter, there's there's a campaign. I think it might end tomorrow on the 10th. Yeah, so tomorrow, Australian time, um, for a board game that a independent developer has been developing, but they are backed by CD Projekt Red in the sense that they've participated in ensuring the law is consistent that uh, they only deal with gaps in the law, so there's no there's no inconsistencies, there's no issues there. But the board game looks cool. It's a big game. It looks like it's going to be quite involved. It's up to four players. There's lots of little plastic tokens, and there's a big map, and there's miniatures of the monsters. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Anything that has miniatures in it just appeals to me because I've been painting since I was like six years old, stealing my dad's 
turpentine to wash down the enamel paint. So I need I need to look into them a little bit further, but uh, the the witches that you play were they from the four different schools? Yes, they were. Ah, oh, nice. Um, and in fact, there's a belie- I believe there's a fifth witcher now, and there's some schools I've never heard of. I think there was the school of the scorpion. Oh, something, okay. Something that's, poisonous. That's something new that I haven't heard of. Yeah, yeah. So they and they are contributing to the lore as well. So they're filling some gaps in the old world, but they've um because you know in the books there was only the school of the wolf. Yeah. There was the the, the other schools were added by for the project. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So and they've they've got a, I mean they've hit every um every stretch goal in the Kickstarter campaign. Me. So it's absolutely guaranteed to be made now, right? Yeah. So I think I think they wanted. 300,000 euro to make the game and they're now at uh, five maybe five and a half million euro mm. um, they've so every time they they've run out of stretch goals long ago and they've added a shit ton more they added some add-ons so their extra pledges on top of the base amount of money for the game so you know when I bought in I think there were 20 monster miniatures and I will now get like 40 from all the stretch goals yeah, plus wow. shit tons of cards that have you know that's a lot of monster miniatures oh I know I know there's, there's got to be double ups there no really they're all just uniques yeah absolutely well you've got the miniature mon- uh, the the sorry the, the witcher miniatures you've yeah but there's them. only like five of them there's five of those yeah. there's the the there's a steed that one of the the witches rides there's Ooh. We'll come back to steeds in a minute. Cool. Reminded me on that. There's uh and, yeah, and the rest are monsters, but they've gone through the three um the three witches. I can't remember the uh witches as in like toil and bubble and trouble bubble, and bubble, <laughs> toil and trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Double 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 boil and trouble. Um yeah, so they've done the three of those, the sisters. I can't remember. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, The crones. The crones, thank you. So they've done all three crones separately. They've done um Which are I cannot characters. wait to see those because they are spectacular. The models, models look amazing yeah. too. It just in the in the game, the, the the detail in those crones is the bits and pieces, the, the yeah. beehive face, and the the other one that's got the extra limbs. And yeah. so you had, I think it was a hundred euro for the game or a hundred and thirty for the game with the miniatures. And it's like, has anyone not bought the miniatures? Um, they've added some add-ons, so. They've added mages as a separate add-on, so I think that's an extra €25. Euro. They've now added um, the Nelfgaard um, campaign as an extra add-on, so again, that's another €25. Euro. And they've got like an all-in pledge as well. So I'm fucking super excited. I'm not going to get it for 12 months, so this mm. will be... Please remind me not to mention it again on the podcast until I actually have the game in my hands, but I'm super Coming. excited. That is in the brain now. Oh, we'll do a, we'll do a play when you get yeah, it and we'll talk about it afterwards. Definitely. Yeah. I want to do a board game episode where we all pick up or pull a board game that we haven't played before. The three of us sit down and play those three board games, probably have the space of like three two-week cycles. And then at the end of the th- of when we've all played a board game each mm-hmm. that we brought to the table, uh, we talk about them on the podcast because I think that would be a cool episode. Yep. I've got cool. Sundays free. Cool. I don't, I don't yeah. like Sundays anymore. Yeah. No, I'm good. Cool. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's all I wanted to say on the the Witcher Kickstarter campaign. But if you've got some cash to burn, because it's about three hundred and fifty, four hundred Australian, if you wanted to buy everything in the, but you don't have to. You can start at like a hundred and fifty, two hundred bucks Australian. Will get you the core game with a shit ton of content in it. Yeah. Um, 
and they will be retailing it in game stores after Kickstarter as well. So if yeah. you don't bother or if you don't have the cash right now, then in 18 months' time, you'll be able to walk into a solid game store and pick it up anyway. Yeah. So I mean, probably for a slight and slightly inflated price, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. What you're gonna Definitely. Oh, yeah, oh, they're dis- discounting on Kickstarter and there's a couple of miniatures that are exclusive and there's some other yeah, yeah. stuff like metal coin tokens that are exclusive to Kickstarter and stuff like that, but... I remember yeah. when I uh, when I first when I bought The Witcher Three, it was the first Witcher game I played. But I bought the collector's statue edition. Um, Geralt, just Geralt riding the Griffin, fucking slaying the shit out of it. Yeah. yeah. So I've still got that. But then it also came with the uh, School of the Wolf medallion that they had for the game. And Emma took one look at that and she goes, "If you fucking put that on," <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Copy." Got I it. think I got a similar comment from whoever I was dating at the time. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but. It- Probably who I was married to at the time um, said the same thing about the AC Origins. Um, what was it? I think it was an, it was supposed to be an eagle's skull on a necklace that came in one of the collector's editions. Yep, said ex- almost exactly the same thing. Just don't put that on. No, that's, that's not- <laughs> yes, chef. Right away, chef. You don't want to see that swinging in bed. <laughs> fucking taking someone out. That thing was hefty. Just get it tattooed on yourself instead. Yeah, that's it. That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> What are we drinking? We should talk about the beer quickly. We are. So this is Bay Road Brewing. They're from up uh, Central Coast. <clears throat> They're in Gosford. <laughs> like literally in Gosford. That yeah, cool. Their address. Uh, this is the White Russian Stout. Um, they have partnered with Wolf Lane, the barista coffee liqueur. Um, I've never heard of Wolf Lane. Uh but they make a. It's pretty good. You can taste it. It's a, it's yeah. a very nice coffee liqueur. I think it's really nice. Yeah, yeah, really, really nice. It's a solid stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice it's, and smooth and sweet. It's a. I mean, it's a sweet. I was. Stout. I. I will admit, I was a bit misled when I poured it. I thought it would be a pale stout, given White Russian as the name. But I can see where they've gone with it now. Um, but Dan, it's a pretty good lineup. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh. He likes it. <laughs> I'm going to start adding a, a label lineup rating to our, <laughs> our YouTube because we do, we do rate all the beers on – well, I rate all the beers on Untapped and then put that into the YouTube version of the um, podcast. That's about as close as you're going to get it without it being absolutely perfect. That's not bad. Are yours perfect? No, of course not. Okay. I mean, he doesn't have – Well, actually, there was, no, <laughs> yeah, there was no sarcasm intended there. Yours no. are perfect because they're not – they're not it's a label. It's not a label. That's exactly it. Um, That's how he gets away with it. Yeah. I mean, you, you get some perfect ones. You do. It, it, it all comes down to the, the tension in the, the webbing that holds the label. If the tension's nice and tight and you've got that set right, it'll apply it evenly all the way around. Yep. Um, but also the... Round, rounded objects are always a bitch. Yeah. And it also comes down to there's a... Well, on our machine, there's a, there's a little guard that is pointed... And it, it's what provides the, the pull on the webbing for the label to peel off. Yep. If that is skewed in any way, it it's obviously... It's not going to peel it off the, off the backing paper off perfectly. Straight, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's going to skew the webbing, which is going to skew the skew the label when it goes on the can. Anything, and it's a shit of a thing to get straight. Anything cylindrical or spherical, just, just ask Zach Tate, our tattoo yeah. artist, how much... Like how difficult it is to get straight shit on rounded objects. And it's a, that's it's how a, tattoo artist. It's a uh, it's a big Lebowski stout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I didn't see the dude sitting on the sitting on the toilet. Dude before. with the wolf head. Yeah, instead. dude with the wolf head. Yeah, yeah. Nice, excellent. It's solid. I mean, I would say it's. What's a fair way to put this? Because I don't want to. I don't want it to sound at all negative. It's a. 
it's a really, really well-crafted stout, but it's an unremarkably well-crafted stout in the sense that it doesn't demand anything of you. It's it's not groundbreaking. It's just perfectly yeah, crafted. It's just well-made. Well, it's yeah. just yeah. what they set out to do on the can. Yeah. And I'd, I'd love to try the, the coffee liqueur. They have succeeded. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Um, when you mentioned steeds before. Yep. Uh, it reminded me of our double steeds. Our dark siders uh, horse talk uh, mm-hmm. before. And so <laughs> I horse play and dark siders. There's a lot of leather and chains in there, so yeah. Yep. I, I downloaded Genesis, um, Dark yep. Siders Genesis. Yep. And it is literally Dark Siders top down. That's okay. That's I, all I it bought is. it as well, but I haven't started it yet. Yeah, well, I only yeah. played probably 10 or 15 minutes just so I could get a feel for it here. Yeah. So um, I downloaded one and two for free. Oh, no, yeah. it, was, it wasn't for free. It was 10 bucks for yeah. the collector's edition of the first two games the with all the DLCs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is going to miss, but uh, yeah, if anyone needs the um, state of play sale ends on, I think it actually ends tomorrow, but that's also if you guys need it. So yeah, this episode won't be up until Friday you're morning. Twenty-five percent off PlayStation Plus. Get on it while you can. Yeah, I'll jump on and have a look. See what so else. That's is a in. good idea because you. Oh, I've noticed with PlayStation you can stack Plus it as well. Yeah, oh, you, you can, can stack, stack it. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if you yeah. buy it early, it still waits the original subscription yeah. expiry date okay. before it starts. I've got cool. I've got two years on it now. So <laughs> don't <double> subscribe. <laughs> um, and you say so you can play as Strife or War. Yep. If you're playing single player. Uh, and so you can at any time switch between the two. Oh, uh, cool! And Strife is uh, Strife is cool. Yeah. I, I really like him. Uh, but because Strife's he's, not a, a rider of the apocalypse, is that not what we were talking about? Nor is Fury. They they, yeah, okay. they they use their own mythology. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Um, so I'd lo- I'd forgotten it had been years since I tried to explain it the last time. Um, so the four horsemen are Nephilim. Uh, so they're they're human angel demon hybrids. Okay. Uh, and I think in this one they describe him as just demon angel. Demon angel yeah, hybrids are born of demon okay. angel, like kind of the same with. So when an Diablo angel, so when an angel fucks, so when Mephisto fucks one of the angels, well, not not Mephisto because he's one of the main bad guys in this. Okay, and he might not have had part in that. But so yes. he was a he was supposed to be a, a Mephisto Mephiston or Mephisto was supposed to be a dark angel, like a a demon angel, mm. another fallen. Yeah, so he's one of the main characters, one of the main antagonists throughout okay. the Darksiders series, and st- top still top down. You can uh, run along and hit your hit your triggers and summon summon your horse. Same thing. You keep running. Horse spawns on. Yes. Like, the, the, the trail yes. the trail comes along and the horse spawns what, under, underneath what you. What colours is Strife's horse? Uh, he's black and purple. Fuck Sim- yeah. Similar to yeah, Death. Cool. Yeah. Um, Strife's a little bit similar colours to Death. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he's got uh, he's got the twin pistols. Yep. That he cross draws. Uh, <laughs> so they're they're like that. He's uh, there's another way to draw. So I was actually twin pistols. We side by side, <laughs> yeah. or like he, he you've lit, got a cross draw. He, he cross draws, and the the, the, the character model's great. Um, I think he's the yeah he's the oh no death has his face covered. Death wears a mask, but Strife wears a mask. Yeah. The only thing is he's voiced by Nolan North, uh, so <laughs> yeah, who also <laughs> voices everyone everyone else in the yeah, game yeah. industry. <laughs> but the problem is Strife's a little bit of wisecracker as well. So, so it's, it's Deadpool. It's Deadpool. It's Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And in, in the little in the trailer, the which they play it right at the start, he goes in and confronts one of the massive three-headed demons, which is like like three stories tall. And the demon comes down to him and says, "You, you, you've got. I'm going to count to three. And 
if you're not out of here by three, I'm going to defile you. Mm. Uh, and and he goes one, and Strife draws and goes two, three, <laughs> and it's just like it was just Deadpool going pew pew. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that was it was great, and was the same voice character, so that really somber, deep. Would you do this for war? Yeah, it was sounded a bit old when I remember. Like in Genesis, he sounds older, yeah, much yeah, older. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's the it's definitely the I same. Did, I did. I did also Ian McKellen kind of. Yeah, he's a bit Gandalfy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did read down. Uh, I when I purchased in the sale, I also got uh, the remastered of Dark One because I'm like, fuck it, I'm definitely gonna go back and play that again. <laughs> yeah, I think I am too. Yeah, it was five bucks. It was five bucks. Yeah, why not? Bargain. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed him, and uh, Death is. Death is voiced by the guy who played the sheriff of Nottingham's cousin in fucking Robin Hood, King of Thieves or whatever. Prince of Thieves. Prince of Thieves. Um, With Kevin uh, Costner? Are you talking yeah, about yeah, like the, the, I'd, the, I'd die for you, I'd lie for you? Yeah, so um, God, my brain's still not working, man. <laughs> got Brian Adams in so my head now. Thanks, the, Dan. So the, the sheriff of Nottingham was played by the amazing Alan Rickman. Yep, uh, and his cousin Fucking is the, the guy with the scar who has the really husky voice. Yep, uh, and he was perfect for death. And death was almost sort of character modelled from him. He's got yep. long black hair and sort of like death's over exaggerated. But yeah, death's not in it yet. But Michael I'm sure. Wincott. There you go. Um, but it, like. It just in, even in the intro and the start of the game, Strife is putting shit on uh, War for wearing what he wears. Because remember how last week he looks like a he's a big man with a little head, yeah, and yeah. he just wears oversized armor, like almost World of Warcrafty oversized, yeah. yeah. And he's putting it's shit on. War, him. It's more Gears of War. Those, it's the giant boots. Yeah, <laughs> no one needs boots that big. And he's putting shit on him. There's going. There's no way you're sneaking in anywhere dressed like that. Yeah, and he's like, he's just putting shit on him for being over overdone. Um, but it's it's the the only thing that gets me is and I know my head will get out of that space, but because it's a twin twin stick shooter, uh, you can't move the camera. So yeah. you, 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 you in the first area you're running through some cliffs, and if you disappear behind the cliff, it does that little thing where it highlights where you are through the mm-hmm. through the landscape, yeah. like an outline. Yeah, and it but in my head I'm like, no, I just want to rotate the fucking camera. Yeah, like just yeah. let me rotate yeah. the camera. But you, you're obviously never going to be able to. But it, that's the only thing, and I'll get out of that mindset. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm the 15 minutes I played. He's wisecracky and he's fun, and War does interject. Like even if you're not playing as him, the like when it gets to a Just point, pops his head into the scene. Well, it's like he's there with him anyway. Like yeah. so you meant to play. It's meant to be played two players. Yeah. So you meant to okay. play with someone who plays. You play as Strife. They play as War. war. Yeah. yeah. Why aren't you two playing co-op? Because we work <laughs> opposite hours. Don't yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, who yeah, plays good I hours? I barely have time to play with myself. That's a lie. <laughs> so they 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 interject and they banter, and it's 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 more dark siders. Well written, comedical, fantastic lore. Yeah, uh, cool. and beautiful. Absolutely, I'm keen to get into it. Beautiful I'll, aesthetics. I'll finish Wrath of the Druids, which I've got to say, my early impressions of Wrath of the Druids is it's more of the same in a really boring way. That, int- that was my complaint with Odyssey, the DLC for yeah. Odyssey. It was just they've, same shit. They've introduced area. new a, a new a new base mechanic around trading, but the, that even that just feels like more of the same. So 
the storyline's not compelling in the sense that because that's why you play DLC, right? It's it's not the game mechanics. Yeah, it's cool that it expands it. You get more skill points. You get to do shit that you haven't done but before. Hopefully, but hopefully a better. I, for me, it's always about a story. It's a story element. But, but the sometimes story, DSL DS, DSLs, DLCs DLCs DSL connections for DLC. Introduce new... Uh, man, I can't keep my train of thought as it is and you're fucking with me at the same time. with him. Um, no. no. Uh, they Sometimes they introduce new mechanics. Yeah, yeah, and, and they have here. And it's... Oh, a, okay. it, it is a new mechanic. It's just a, a mechanic that feels more of the samey. So they, they add trade posts and you have to go and capture the trade posts and they each trade post generates a specific resource and yeah. you have to trade the resources it's and it's not like, really a new mechanic it's yeah, a I've got like a million previous. silver i don't need more money yeah. so beyond hitting a trophy for the dlc there's no reason to fucking do it and the storyline and, and I'm, I'm not far into the storyline but it does feel very same same because you've finished a game where you go to like 12 different regions talk to a potential king you know, he recruits you into helping him defeat some guy who's going to overthrow him or, you know, and there's twists in the storyline. But ultimately, it's the same fucking story repeated 12 times yeah. and now they've done it a 13th. Yeah. Like, just not... Yeah, I have been finding that that's in their the... their bread uh, and butter. Yeah. But, so but that's wrong. And, and and this is why I've always disagreed with you on the Desmond Miles hatred that you have. <laughs> I don't have hatred. I just find him boring as shit. Oh, he's boring as shit. But he ties it together so that no matter what's going on in the games, there's still a plot being pushed forward. And that's the present day Desmond Miles discovering who his his genetic bloodline characters are and what they've been doing and why they tie together. And to me, it was the common thread through it. So I hated the out of av- uh, am- animus. Thank you, out of animus scenes as much as everyone did, but at least it was a thread that tied everything together, in game and cross game. But he's boring. <laughs> he's just a dude, a boring dude. <laughs> anyway, we've got time for one more topic. Were you about to say something? No, I was. Just, I was just. Uh, I was kind of going off what Peter was saying in playing. Uh, I don't want to finish this beer. It's so tasty. Oh, I thought you were about to shit on it. I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. No, you want the beer to, like, the never ending pack of Tim Tams. You want to know. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but I've found that in, so playing a big RPG, like Kingdoms that I'm playing at the moment, Kingdoms of Amalur, that, like, I've gotten to the kind of second last area and I just see a side quest. I'm like, you're not important anymore. I've, I've gotten to the point where I know I've just got to finish this fucking story because it's... Close the chapter in your life. Yeah, it's just... It's burning me out. It's not like... It's a hack and slash and then an RPG on top of that. So it's like... But all hack and slashes these days have an RPG element added on top. I mean, it's almost is, obligatory. This is 10 years old, so... Yes, but but even then, I mean, if unless you're playing fucking the original God of War trilogy... So good. Yes, but, yeah. but but there was nothing to it, right? You didn't. I mean, you unlocked some skills, but rage. that was about yeah. it. That's about as RPGs it got. Yeah, no. So it's just like it's that same thing of just like in that what you were talking about, and like the same. It's the same king want to do this. It's just the same dude being like, I need three potions from this area. Yeah. Please go kill these things to get my potions. Uh, you know what's fucked you'll up? You'll get some gold. I've got. I looked at it the other day. I've got over a, like two and a half million gold. I can buy anything in that game. I could buy the whole game. <laughs> you know what's fucked up when when he, so EverQuest 2 and World of Warcraft came out at roughly the same time and they competed with each other for players and one of the advertisements for WoW was play our game you'll never kill rats because in EQ2 
One of the yeah. first, one of the first quests that you get, no matter where you started, no matter which region, which race, whatever, was to go and kill twelve rats as a quest, and you know, and exactly what you just yep. described. And yet, there are play, fucking giant rats in this game, and they you, suck. But you go and play WoW, and you know, it's go and kill ten fucking Strider things. Yeah. So it's it's exactly the same mechanic. It's yeah. the same the shitty mechanic. Quest. The and old yet, fetch quest. Yeah, and yet I still fucking miss them. They're the the starting zones is what is burnt most into my memory. Mm. How has that WoW some funny raids? Used, um, oh, fucking, he's one of the two brothers, Owen, Owen Wilson, as a marketing tool now. Yeah. Just go, wow, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I'm pretty you sure. Play some wow. I'm pretty, I, I, I've, I've been meaning to look this up for a while, but there is a character voice in um, the Hearthstone iPhone card game mm. that's set in like the World of War- mm. Warcraft universe. Where I'm almost certain one of the bartenders that talks to you throughout these runs is Dwayne Johnson. So much so that I keep meaning to Google whether or not Dwayne really? Johnson, yeah, Johnson lent his voice to it. Quick no, buck, I'm, why you're not, ruin not it gonna, for me? I'm not going to look it up. No. Has anyone seen his uh, origin story movie on? I think it's Netflix. Oh, it's a series. Isn't oh, it? Young Rock. I thought you. Yeah, yeah. it is Young Rock. Yeah. I, is it a series? Is I think it? it's a series. Yeah. Okay. No. No. I'd be interested enough to watch it. No. At least the pilot. No. <laughs> I like him, but no. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, that's pretty uh pretty out there. No, narcissistic, going back <laughs> to what we were talking about. <laughs> For, uh, five minutes, last last topic. What do you got? Well, if you're I gonna bring if, nothing to the table. If you're gonna be playing Darksiders as your next game, can I have my copy of Phoenix back so I can play the DLC? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, how good. <laughs> um, excitement. Sorry. They've announced, I don't know, I think we established you guys aren't horror movie fans, um, but they've announced. <clears throat> uh, I've seen just about everything you've seen in terms of horror, so okay. I love horror. Um, the you Evil Dead. my movies. Sorry? You haven't seen my movies. Okay. They're horrible. <laughs> Evil Dead 2. Um, yeah, Evil, cool. Evil Dead sequel to the to the the recent reboot yep. or remake or I never watched a the continuation series. of... I love that Ash versus the Evil Dead. It's I, I never I didn't watch it because I didn't have the time to invest in into oh, it. I haven't watched the, the series, time. so this fucking is the... slapstick as shit. It's so. But so funny. was the original movie. Oh, this is this takes it to another level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they're doing time. another movie. They're doing another movie, which is a sequel to the 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 reboot, but the reboot might have still been in the original Evil Dead universe. Universe. Okay. Because Bruce Campbell shows up after the credits and says groovy. Um, but Groovy. this Ash, it, it, Bruce Campbell's done with Ash after Ash vs. Evil Dead, so he's not okay. he's not replenishing his role or reprising his role. Um, but he, him, and Sam Raimi are producing and directing. So. Yeah, oh, cool. cool. What's That's, it called? Uh, I don't think it. Oh no, it does have a name now. Um, I don't remember, but it only announced it like two weeks ago. Yeah, okay. The Evil That's Dead, cool. Evil I did Dead see a, uh, a photo of uh, the esteemed Harrison Ford in Indy Six. How is he not a Sir Harrison Ford by now? Because he's not English. Yeah, that's a good good answer. <laughs> Carrying on, Kathy. Uh, yeah, Queen, <laughs> Queen doesn't give a shit. <laughs> well, your name the dog, Indy. <laughs> well, shit. Um, but yeah, he was there. Fedora, jacket, everything, and a mask. COVID safe. Good on him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just one of those behind the scenes. But it was uh. It was a very jaded, like behind the scenes shot of like someone's gone well, in. Well, the latest indie movies have been tragic. Yeah, but it was bad. just no, no. The, the the jaded part was just like because it's him. Uh, there's no Spielberg directing. Directing, I can't remember who was the director, but then I may even pass. Um, 
Kathleen Kennedy was involved and the guy was just like, fucking Kathleen Kennedy's involved. She's ruined Star Wars. She's going to ruin this. Blah, blah, blah. Like have this big round. It's like, okay, champ. What have you done? What mm. have you done? I, I, I just, I don't know why they do it. Well, I know why they're doing it. I don't think they should be doing it, but I know why they're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Cha-ching. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly why he's doing it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I just, there's, there's no need. Surely it's one of his last there's, movies. There's no need. He's getting on. Yeah, it's going to be. They, they said, yeah, because they're filming it when he's 70, 79, so he's yeah. going to be yeah, 80 when it comes say, out. It's been close to 80, yeah. And there's, there's no need. I um, completely agree. I, I think I think having him in Blade Runner 2049 was yep. made uh, sense. Made been, sense. Made sense. Yeah. Should have um, been when he retired, in my opinion. Yeah. Because what's he done since that? But go out on a fucking amazing movie. Yeah. And, it, he, and a surprisingly good movie because it was oh, expected to be terrible. Absolutely spectacular. Like movie. every other reboot. Yeah. I'm I'm an absolute. I do need to watch it Blade again. Runner fan. I do need to watch yeah. it again. And and he actually looked like he wanted to be there. He actually yeah. looked like he cared. He showed real emotion. He's invested in the character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I I don't have anything against him in uh, in uh, Force Awakens. Um, he didn't even want to shave for. But you know uh, that he didn't want to be there, and you felt it in the character portrayal. I don't know. I think there was some points in there where. He definitely didn't want to do the press around it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I I think there were some genuine points there where he might have been actually enjoying himself. Um, but, yeah. Definitely some scenes with Ray. There were scenes where you just like, he felt it. He was that, still there. Yeah. That's exactly what I was referring to. I know what to you mean it. too. And yeah. like when he comes back as the force ghost, force vision yeah. in Rise of Skywalker and he didn't shave and was just like, did you just wake up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> did they just yeah. throw you? In, did you sleep in the Han Solo costume and yeah. wake up? And then just they went and did this. Got took your bag of money over your shoulder yep. and just fucked off yep. back to wherever you were. He was sitting in his fucking director's chair. Yeah, or his director's style chair, and they they called him on the set. He was fucking napping there, stoned out of his brain. <laughs> and hey, and he's he's, he's seventy nine, living in a state where you can smoke marijuana legally. Yeah, exactly. Why the fuck not? Yeah, exactly. And I'm nothing against Harrison Ford. I love Harrison Ford, and mm. and the fact that he's open about it too yeah. is is probably one of the the extra things that I like about him. He goes, look, I don't I don't give a damn. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think on that note of not giving a damn, we're going to wrap. So thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Good night. Bye. Bye. 